Get ready, Avalanche Territory. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Hockey Podcast with Mike Evans. Denver Sports is your home for the most Avalanche content. Now here's your host, Mike Evans. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to the Mile High Hockey Podcast. I am Mike Evans. I'm smiling. Avalanche fans are smiling. There is nothing to be down about. We probably should be playing Everything is Awesome uh, in the background because everything is awesome with this team. You could not have asked for a better start to this season. I think we all knew that the Avalanche were probably going to come out hungry and energized to start the season, but my goodness, 5-0 and and, and looking great. And I've got it here. And I, I just got some notes, okay? These are notes put together by uh, Brendan McNicholas, the outstanding PR guy for the Avs. And it's just great stat after great stat, great trend after great trend. And just kind of go through some of these. The Avs are off to a 5-0 and start for the fifth time in franchise history. And one more win on Tuesday in uh, on Long Island against the Islanders, and they will match the best start in Colorado history since they came here, which was set back in the 2013-14 season where they went 6-0 and under uh, Patty Waugh. So uh, the wins are there. Alexander Georgiev has been the guy in between the pipes for all of the wins. Uh, he has tied a franchise record for consecutive winning starts to begin a season. Uh, with Semyon Varlarmov and uh, uh, J.S. Jaguer, uh, and off, also Stefan Fasse. And, uh, yeah, so it, it's – Georgiev has been outstanding, and there's that sense, isn't there – let's start with Georgiev. Isn't there that sense that they got their guy, right? They got a guy, he's young, he's in his prime, and he has that look of somebody that can really be your long-term goaltender. And – Rather than trying to move around and, and, and find answers almost on a yearly basis, it feels like Georgiev is the guy that can really settle in as the as goaltender here long term. Now, of course, we have very high standards, and it's all about can he deliver in the playoffs? Can he deliver a Stanley Cup? Uh, but there's no doubt he passes the eye test and the numbers test when it comes to just being a really good goaltender in this league, racking up the wins during the course of the season. Logan O'Connor. Wow. What Logan O'Connor has done is um, is historic, not only from the standpoint of the Avs, but also just in the NHL in general. So O'Connor with three shorthanded goals in three straight games. Historically, what are we talking about here? Uh, hasn't been done by, by an Avalanche player since Joe Sackick back in 1998. And if you're talking about players in the history of hockey to do it, he's part of a very short list of only about seven, eight players all time to have uh, done it. And he's going to try to tie the all-time record set by Dave Reed, who did it in four straight games. Uh, But other than that, uh, a number of players who have done it. I mean, talking about guys like Paul Coffey, Issa Tikkanen, Joe Sackick, uh, Russ Courtnell, really good players. And Logan O'Connor is is part of that group. And the thing about O'Connor is I I he's so good in his role, right? Fourth line player, penalty killer. He and Andrew Cogliano have been terrific. But I wonder if as good as he is in this role, is he kind of being held back a little bit? This guy is clearly a skilled player, right? And I just wonder 
Uh, at some point, are we looking at somebody that's easily going to start to push his way up the lineup uh, because of his ability to score? Because not only can he uh, create opportunities for himself, but for others, but he's got a goal scorer's touch. So, but that's that's a that's an issue for down the road. Right now, he fills a perfect role, uh, a great role with this team. And this fourth line has been a fantastic with um, him and Cogliano and Olofsson have been uh, really terrific during the course of the season. We talked about this last week on the Mile High Hockey Podcast with Matt Smith, how how much of a luxury it is to have a fourth line that is that reliable. You know, most, most teams, you're just looking for your fourth line to be an irritant. Uh, go out, throw a few checks, uh, play a little defensive hockey, just kind of buy some time. Uh, so that you can give your other lines a break during the course of the game. But this Avalanche fourth line, I mean, they are skilled in addition to bringing that energy. It is a coach's dream just to be able to roll those four lines, and Jared Bednar certainly in a position to be able to do that. The penalty killing. They started the season uh, 19 straight kills on the PK, which was a franchise record. It just seems like everything we're talking about with the Avs right now they're setting new records, they're matching records, they're approaching records. It's been that kind of start thus far. So they've um, they've been able to do that on the penalty kill. Some other notables to pass along. Kale McCarr had a couple assists the other night. Uh, his 36th career multi-assist game already breaks the franchise record set by Sandus Ozelinch. So, uh, Kale McCarr, who recently became uh, the, the fastest defenseman to 250 points, passing the great Bobby Orr, uh, just continues to put together a, a, a Hall of Fame resume and a, a resume that really it's just a matter of longevity, right? It's just a matter of longevity to go out and keep doing this year after year and could go down as the GOAT. I, I mean, it's, it's not a stretch to say could go down as the greatest defenseman of all time. Long way to go. As I mentioned the other day on the podcast, uh, defensemen, the great defensemen, they're playing 15, 16, 17 uh, or or more years. So uh, the longevity still has to be there, but the production has has been fantastic. So it's all good right now. It is it is all good. And the avalanche at at five and oh, looking dominant. Um, If you saw the quote from. The Chicago uh, coach uh, the other day, the head coach of the the Blackhawks, and and he said, "Look, I mean th- this this team we've we've played some good teams already, but what the Avalanche bring is at a whole nother level." Uh, he, he was like, because it was kind of presented that the Avalanche caught Chicago at a good time. Blackhawks team that had been on the road for like the first five games of the season traveled a lot. This was the end of the trip. They were catching a, a Chicago team that was was out of gas. I, I think there was some truth to that, but boy, they made an impression. And the impression is that this is a loaded hockey team uh, that is firing on all cylinders to start the season. And I guess I guess it's not too early to start talking about President's Trophy, right? I mean, we're only five games into 82, but this is a, a team that uh, is is going to be there all season long. And are you somebody? Do you, are you are you a fan of the President's Trophy? Do you, do you want the President's Trophy? Uh, we just saw uh, another example last year: a Boston team that just historically rolled through the league, 
and fell flat in the first round of the playoffs. I, I, I don't, I don't mind the idea of the Avs going for a Presidents Trophy. I don't mind the idea of them going hard during the course of uh, a regular season because your core knows how to win, right? And even some of the guys that have been added to the core, like a Ross Colton, he knows how to win. Ryan Johansson has been part of some really successful teams in Nashville. So I, I, I would feel comfortable that even if this team put together a, a huge regular season, I wouldn't worry about the bullseye being so big on their backs that they would have a hard time dealing with it. I think the Bruins last year felt some of that pressure, weren't ready for it, and kind of tightened up in the in the first round of their their playoff loss. I, I wouldn't worry about that with the Avs. Uh, of course, the other thing too with the Avs, I'll I'll, I'll take a look at this long this this hot start, but also look at it from the standpoint that if they were to tail off and sort of settle into a season and maybe a few ups and downs and they just couldn't maintain that kind of uh, focus and energy throughout the course of the season, uh, as long as they're healthy, uh, I would feel good about them being ready to go for the playoffs. But, hey, when I started this podcast at the beginning of the season, I told you, I said, here are my issues. Uh, I have no questions about the core. This is the best core in hockey. I think we've seen that play out in the first handful of games. But just like last year, the complementary pieces, the supporting pieces, it wasn't enough last year. The mix wasn't good last year, and it was exposed, and they lose in the first round. For me, the only question about this hockey team, well, there's two, is these complementary pieces, how do they fit? And and so far, you know, other than a Jonathan Drouin having to be, you know, bumped down, uh, and, and maybe his production hasn't been where you you'd like it to be. Other than that, um, what what's not to like from the new pieces and how they're fitting in? Uh, Ryan Johansson looking good on the power play. Ben nails at the faceoff dot. Ross Colton bringing the stuff that, as an Avalanche fan, you got to see from afar watching Tampa. Uh, what what he brings, um, you, you know me. If you've if you've listened to me on the on the on the radio or you've seen me on these podcasts, believe me, I would love to find some drama. I would love to find some controversy. Uh, I would love to find some reasons to say, hey, you know, they got to worry about this or they got to watch out for that. But right now, this is a locked in hockey team. It is a uh, energized hockey team. It's a hungry hockey team, and it's a talented hockey team. That's a dangerous combination, and you see it all be put together: a five and zero start, and uh, really a, a team that just looks like they're in in the midst of ready to do something really special during this regular season, and then on into the playoffs. So. Uh, I, I have no complaints, and I don't think you do as as well as an Avalanche fan right now. Enjoy it. Uh, look at the milestones that are being reached. Look at the records that are being set, and start to think about what what this team uh, could be. And I, I I thought it was interesting. Terry Fry, a guy that I have a lot of respect for, he's covered the Avalanche for well since they got here, and he was making the point that. He always felt that their 2001 team that won the Stanley Cup was the best Avalanche team to come through here, even better than the one that won the Cup a couple years ago. 
in his opinion, and I listened to it because he's he's seen it all, he thinks this team has the potential to go down as the greatest avalanche team of them all. So consider that source and, and consider that opinion rendered. And that's I haven't I haven't been here as long as Terry, but I've been here pretty long. Uh, 25 years now of watching the Avalanche play. I would agree with them. That 2001 team, you know, you like to have the argument uh, who would win, right? Between the 2001 team and the team that won a couple years ago, I would still go with that 2001 team. I would. Uh, A a team just loaded with all-stars and Hall of Famers. Of course, this team could ultimately be loaded with uh, all-stars and Hall of Famers too, but, um, or the team from a couple years ago. But uh, this, this team... Again, it's it's ridiculously early. We're only five games in, but man, um, th- this has got the this has got the potential to be something uh, pretty cool to watch. But it's early. It's five games, long season. A lot of things can happen. Knock on wood. But uh, you got to love what you're seeing so far. So five and zero. Oh, uh, we'll see if they can keep it going. We'll be back again later on this week after the. Uh, two games, first two games on this uh, road trip, Tuesday and Thursday. So we'll have a chance to talk a lot more, hopefully a 7-0 and start. But everything good right now? Avalanche fans continue to enjoy it. We're seeing some great hockey, some entertaining hockey. Never take it for granted. Uh, we are in the golden age right now, another golden age of uh, Avalanche hockey. We went through it once uh, a couple decades ago, and we are watching it again. So enjoy it because it is fun to watch. That'll do it for this edition of the Mile High Hockey Podcast, and we'll see you again a little bit later on this week.